This is the Nile Energy Podcast, episode 329. Three must-haves for every task to introduction. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. Today, find out the exact formula that you need to write the first sentence of your introduction on IELTS Writing Task 2. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker. You'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, Jessica, what's shaking? Hey, Lindsay, I'm, I'm doing really well. Life is, <laughs> is just awesome lately. How are you? Yeah, uh, <laughs> my life is good, too. I'm feeling good, working hard, playing hard, just uh, overall good stuff. Good stuff. That, that, that. I feel like that's an American notion for like yeah. I, I feel like that came out of the 1980s like work hard yeah. play hard that like <laughs> idea I think it was a slogan for a sports company. Wasn't it like, uh, I feel like it was like a Nike slogan or. It does um, feel like that, right? It feels like a slogan for some brand. I don't know what. It but does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, maybe we just advertise something. We should Isn't just. It- I think it's funny how we take on these slogans um, and we they become sayings. You know, totally. we don't even know what the brand was anymore, but it's a saying. It's part of our culture now. Yeah, it becomes an idiom, right? Like yeah. the more you hear it, the more familiar it is. And then you like the more you take it in, of course, you're going to say it at some point. So that interesting. Yeah, That's it so is very cultural. These sort of like advertising um, slogan idioms. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true, actually. Hmm. Okay, mm. so work hard, play hard, guys. That's your lesson today. Goodbye. No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so in a recent episode, guys, when we were talking about writing task two, um, we were talking about the introduction and how the first sentence of your introduction should be um, introducing the topic through a general history of the topic. So that might not be immediately comprehensible to some people. So we Mm. thought we would just sort of explain that today and give you guys some examples. Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. Like, what do we mean by a general history? Right? What is that? What is what's what is that? What's made up of that? Like, what goes into that, essentially? So question, the function of the first sentence is purely to introduce the topic. That's our goal. So that's what you need to say first. You need to directly state the topic of this essay in three or four words, right? Mm. So that's so that's the first step of your brainstorming process is when you look at the question, you need to underline the keywords and you need to sort of step back and think about it. What is the what is the topic here? Okay. Mm -hmm. So like that's your first, that's your first goal in reading the question is to analyze it and figure out really what is it asking you about? Um, 
So that's what we state first. And just an easy but yet high scoring organized way to do this is by giving the the history of the topic in a broad way. So mm. let's do an example. I think that's the, yeah. the best way to show here. So yeah. um, I'm going to read a question here. Um, oh, gosh, this is this is a heavy question. OK, um, mm. uh, blood sports, Ugh. blood, blood sports. What's a blood sport? Yeah, I don't. What would I, that even be? Oh, I don't know. Is that a British term? Like, um, blood? No, you know what? That mean contact sports. So, okay, so it it does explain it in the question. Okay, I need to follow my own advice and read the whole question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> blood sports have become a hot topic for debate in recent years. As society develops, it is increasingly seen as an uncivilized activity and cruel to the helpless animals that are killed. All oh. blood sports should be banned. Discuss the oh. main arguments for this statement and give your own opinion. So, yeah, so that's like, like, like cockfighting, chicken fights, and Bl- dog fights Bl- and stuff. Bullfighting, maybe yeah. in, in Spain, for example. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a blood sport. Totally. Yeah, because oh, yeah. they like butcher this animal. Ooh. Yeah, and that's a hot topic of debate. You know, and yeah. that's and that's a topic that I feel like a lot, a lot of. I mean, if you're from Spain, you could be very comfortable using that as an example. Totally. Right? That's, that's home, right? That's our a big should. issue in Spain right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Totally. And I know, like. From my from my life, what I would draw on are some of these like stories about rescue animals that I know. Mm-hmm. Like after having a dog and meeting so many dog owners, like yeah, it's. It, I mean, that happens in America. Like in Miami, I know it's a big thing. These dog fight, thi- like dog fighting, really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know about that. Whoa. Oh yeah. It's, I mean, it's illegal, but it happens. Okay. Jeez. So, all right. So, um, let's see. So, how I would introduce this would, um, so blood sports is the topic, right? So, banning, mm-hmm. I would say banning blood sports. So, I would say, um, banning blood sports has been a contentious issue in the headlines for the past decade. Let's say, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't go beyond that. So the, the, the key here, guys, one of the things you need to realize is it's not just memorizing one sentence and using it, right? It's, (laughs) you need to make sure it's appropriate. So I, I couldn't say, for example, banning blood sports has been in the headlines for centuries. I wouldn't say that because a century ago, nobody cared. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was fine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So can you read the question one more time for us? Just because I want to see the connection between the question and what we say. If you want access to the templates, secrets, and strategies that have helped many students get their sevens and higher, 7.5, 8, 8.5 on the IELTS writing exam, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Okay, so blood sports have become a hot topic for debate in recent years. As Mm -hmm. society develops, it is increasingly seen as an uncivilized activity and cruel to the helpless animals that are killed. All blood sports should be banned. So yeah. that's the question. So are, are we essentially just kind of summarizing the first part of the question? Is that what we're doing here? 
in this case we are but most yeah. a lot not all questions start like that they don't they don't mm. give you the history like that mm. so this is this mm. is kind of like a training wheels question because this yeah. one's a little <laughs> bit easier right okay so okay so let's let's do a more difficult example okay so we've yeah. discussed um so far what you know how to do right like put the topic directly right away and then yeah. introduce it in a logical broad history structure Okay. okay. So, um, all right. Government investment in the arts, such as music and theater, is a waste of money. Governments mm. must invest this money in public services instead. To what extent do you agree with this statement? That is, that mm. is a real IELTS question, guys. Ooh. So, like, mm. what, Lindsay, what, what's the topic here? Like, when you hear this question, what would you say the topic is? Like, well, I think the idea is government investment as a key as a key topic, as the key phrase, the key issue. Yeah, but government investment in what? Uh, can you read the question one more time? <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm yeah, having trouble worry. following what you're saying. Okay, so government investment in the arts, such as oh. music and theater, is a waste of money. Governments mm -hmm. must invest this money in public services instead. Uh, okay. Okay. So government investment in, in the art or in the arts or public service, I think is just trying to decide where the money should go. Exactly. Exactly. So we, I would, I would actually make this, this first sentence of my introduction. I would make it a little bit longer because I want to include all those key ideas, mm. right? I, because think about it. Like if I kept it too broad and I just said like government investment, is a hot topic these days. Yeah. Like that's that's not actually that's not accurately telling the reader the topic. It's not enough. Mm -hmm. So I'd have to extend this one, and I'd have to say, um, uh, let's see. So um, federal money. Oh, let's see. So okay, the direction of federal money, comma, whether it be in the humanities or public facilities, comma. Mm -hmm. Um, is a, is a hot topic these days, yeah. right? So and I, I like how you're rewording, obviously rewording the question and using different vocabulary words, which is important. Yes. So paraphrasing guys is also key here, right? Don't just copy the keywords you underlined. Do try and paraphrase where you can. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I chose to go in the direction of making it more current, right? So it is like, it is the history, but it's recent history because I feel like um, perhaps this wasn't an issue and this isn't an issue all over the world. And I know like just that the the presidential election is coming up in the States and this it, this is true. This is in fact like a, a talking point right now, whereas maybe it wasn't a talking point a few years ago, right? right so right, right. like okay. in my mind, it does seem current this mm -hmm. topic. So that's, that's mm -hmm. what I would say in the history. Okay. So we're always kind of referring to something of a timeline, right? We're always kind of yes. saying whether it's been ancient history, recent history, the last decade, the last 100 years, it's always kind of referring to a specific amount of time. Is that right? Exactly. So I think that's the formula. That's the takeaway formula, that's right? The formula. So mm -hmm. introduce the topic. Our, our goal is three or four words. But again, like, None of these uh, strategies are completely 
prescriptive. Like you, you have to, you have to maintain flexibility and independence of thought in these mm. cases. So in that question I just read, right, it would be impossible to summarize in three or four words, right? Mm-hmm. Like it wouldn't, it wouldn't be accurate or appropriate. So I'm yeah. going to have to extend that. So that's that. So introduce the topic as succinctly and accurately as you can, let's say. Yeah. And then just say, um, has been a hot topic, has been a contentious issue, has been in the headlines. So that's the next piece. And then the last piece is time. Recently or for decades or for centuries, you know, whatever's appropriate. Yeah, I love that. It's a loose template, but we still have to kind of be able to fill in the blanks ourselves and remain critical about what we're saying based on the question, of course. Of course. Right. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I um, love that. You know, and, and I know, and we do this as much as we can in our course where we tell you exactly what works in every essay, right? Like these mm-hmm. linking words, these transition mm-hmm. phrases, this organization yeah. will work in every task to essay that you will write. So we do that as much as we can. But at the same time, um, we're honest about you having to take responsibility for your own ideas in certain exactly. places. So yeah, yeah. yeah, so it is it is shared between those two things. Yeah. There are some things you can memorize and just copy right. and use, but the rest of it comes from you. Right. But the problem is a lot of students, right, are going into this exam without any kind of template, without any kind of sense of the structure, guys. And that's where you end up getting scores, you know, below five, below six. I mean, and we have examples of students in our course, guys like Guillermo. I mean, he went from a 5.5 to a 6.5 in writing after working with us. And Mm -hmm. that's because he had the templates. He had these strategies. So you can't just go into this exam with no knowledge of what the examiner is looking for. Exactly. I mean, as as much as we can, we do try and remind you guys that, um, you know, a lot of the success is your dedication and hard work. But at the same time, there are so many um, like epiphany moments that I have with students where it's it's like this template. It's this way to yeah. brainstorm. It's this way to conclude. It's the, it's mm. these ideas, these uh, testing strategies and and details that yeah. that I can share with you in the matter of minutes that yeah. raise your score automatically because it's you just you didn't know this before. Once you know this, and I, it's not magic. It's a fact. Like once you know this specific thing, you're meeting higher requirements. Right. So like that's that's why you could see these score increases by whole band points and more in all sections of the test after knowing these strategies. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So cool. And often it happens in the power hours after students have gone through the video lessons, guys, you've learned the strategies on your own. And then you're able to meet with Jessica and there can be a little tweak that she can make and that's it. Boom. And then you move your score. You mm-hmm. know, for example, like Ana Luisa from a six to a 7.5, right? I mean, that's yeah. a big deal. Big I- win. I remember working with her. I remember working with her in um, some one-on-one VIP sessions. And she was yeah. such a pleasure to teach because she was, you know, mm. such a bright student. And it yeah. seriously was just these couple keys, these couple personal strategies that she was missing um, that helped to push her score over that edge. So, Ooh, yeah, that. like I remember working with her. She's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. So cool. So Guys, if you want to increase your scores like these students and get templates, but in more detail and in a step-by-step format, that's much 
more detailed than what we've done today, you can go yeah. ahead and jump into our course, allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Yes, and we will see you in there. We will talk to you and help you out. <laughs> yeah, very cool, Jessica. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for this wisdom. Very valuable as always. <laughs> My pleasure. Have a wonderful day, Lindsay. All right. Take care. All the best. All right. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.